Well, this is my first time to speak, so I'm probably not going to take the rest of the night because the next time I teach will be longer probably. And each time after that, it'll just get longer and longer. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm so excited to be able to speak tonight what God has been laying on my heart because it's something that he's been just really showing me throughout um, these past, probably a whole year, but... um, I've just kind of started getting it like deep in my spirit in the past maybe couple months, which is crazy. But um, I'm going to speak on identity. And I'm going to speak on this tonight. And I know it's something that, that we've all heard probably, I don't know, a bunch of times being preached. And especially here recently because um, we've just been hearing the grace message and finding ourselves in God. But... I just want to speak through my heart and um, just how I'm coming to find my identity. And I named it Walking Out Your Identity because each day we're always going to have something like try to come against us. Satan's always going to throw something at us to, to get us off guard. But we constantly have to be reminding ourselves that we are a child of the king. We are a son. We are a daughter. And um, so that's why I'm saying walking out your identity because each day we have to walk it out. Um, We like to pray here at this church, obviously. But I just want to pray over this word tonight that we'll get it deep in our spirits and that it'll be perfected in all of our hearts. God, I just thank you and I praise you for this word tonight, God. God, I pray that the words that are coming out of my mouth are not the words from me, God, but from you and from your heart, from your spirit. God, I thank you for your tangible presence that's here tonight that we can feel, God. God, I just thank you for each and every person that's out here tonight, God. It doesn't matter what we've gone through this whole week or what we've gone through today. We just leave that aside and we completely focus our hearts on you tonight, God. We just thank you and we praise you. You're so worthy. You're so awesome. You're so magnificent, Father. Amen. God is obviously telling us how much he loves us because we've just been hearing it so much and through Michael and and um through dad just um really you know bringing it out in Romans and he stole one of my verses so whatever no I'm just kidding um it's the bible I guess we're all entitled to our own verses um I want to start with my testimony um I don't have a you know, a magnificent testimony of, you know, I guess being on drugs and then off of that and all of that. I was raised in church. I guess not magnificent testimony. Every testimony is magnificent. Thank you, Jesus. But um, I was raised in church. I grew up in church um, when I was, you know, young, when I was a kid and up until I was about um, 14 or 15-ish. And Um, some things happened, you know, in my family and we, you know, my mom and dad had stopped going to church and it was just me and my sister. We were real involved in the youth group and everything. And, um, I kind of started to, when I was around 16, I guess I kind of started to realize that something was going on in my family that, um, I don't know. I I couldn't put my finger on it before, but I just knew something is just weird. Something's wrong here. Um, I was real involved in like volleyball and cheerleading in high school when I was 16. And um, 
I had a best friend for five years. And when you're a teenager and have a best friend for five years, that's a long time. That's a long time. Five years. So um, I learned um, when I was 16 that my mom had been um, having an affair on my, with my best friend's dad. And so that ended our friendship because it was just awkward, you know, to say the least. It was just awkward. So I think right then I can go back and I kind of can like pinpoint the time that I started just feeling um, just anger. And um, I didn't know it was depression. I didn't know at first because nobody ever talked about that and it wasn't ever talked about like in my family because everything was kind of like secret you know and um so I never talked about it after that and I just had this anger just built up inside of me and not being able to trust because you think I mean if you can't trust your own mom who can you trust that's what I always said in my head if you can't trust your mom you can't trust anybody so um so the trust issues, the insecurities started coming up. And um, I, like I said, I didn't deal with it because I didn't know how to deal with it. And um, I, loved, I loved God. I was a Christian. I got saved in, you know, when I was a little kid in VBS. So I always knew about God. But I never really understood the depth of how to completely give that all to God. And um, I knew he created the earth, he created the heavens, he loved me, you know, but that was the extent of it. So um, fast forward about five or six years, and I move here, and um, I get married. So I'm married, and Michael's an amazing husband, always has been, but all of that, all of that junk from my past I had never dealt with it, so I brought it into my marriage. And the trust started coming up. Michael's never done anything to make me not trust him, but I didn't even trust him. Anything that he would say, I'd be like, yeah, right, you know, whatever. Or I would think that he was lying to me. Or every time he said that I was beautiful, which he tells me all the time, I'd be like, you're my husband. You have to say that. I mean, who marries someone that they think that it's not attractive? Duh, you know, you, you have to think that I'm beautiful. So it never really meant anything to me. It was just words. And that's the insecurities. It was just words. I didn't think that I was beautiful because I didn't think that I was beautiful inside. I didn't trust anybody. I had so much anger. I had so, you know, depression that would come and go. Never dealt with it. So I have kids now. And I was still dealing with the same things. Every time, you know, I love my kids. I love them. But you don't understand. When you have a baby that you can't get stopped crying, or you can't understand why they're crying or whatever, and you're, and you're young, you're a new parent, that depression starts kicking in because you're like, I can't, I can't take care of my kid. My kid won't stop crying, you know? So all of that comes back into play. The depression, the anger. I wasn't angry at my kids, I promise. But just all of that just started creeping in. It, it's never been dealt with. About, ever since we've been at CFNI, um, God has, it just seems like God is really revealing like his grace message. And Michael grabbed a hold of it. And um, he started, 
you know, he would come back home and he would tell me about the awesome stuff that he, he heard, you know, from a speaker at CFNI and, um, be like, man, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And finally it just kind of like caught on. And I was like, God, you love me because I felt for so long that because I didn't have, I didn't have a consistent relationship with God. I didn't, I wanted to get up every morning and pray. And sometimes I did. But other than that, I would just kind of go on with my day. You know, I didn't really have a consistent prayer life. I didn't read my Bible all the time. I didn't fast 40 days at a time like my brother-in-law or pray four or five hours a day like my brother-in-law or, you know, I thought he was going to be like the next Elisha be taken up. I was like, any time, any day now, I know Stephen's going to be taken up. But I just, I took that as an example and I was like, I just, I don't, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to be to be called a daughter like Michael saying, because I don't have, I don't do anything. You know, I love God with all my heart and I don't do anything wrong, but I just, I can't keep this consistent relationship. I don't know why. I just, everything in my life. But Michael started saying, he was like, just throw all of that junk away that you've ever learned, that has ever been taught, that has ever been put into you. And just know and rest that that it's not your works. You can't do anything to earn God's love. God, God already loves you. He's loved you from the beginning. He'll love you to the end. It doesn't matter. So I was like, okay, you know, I, I was trying to grab a hold of it. But um, I guess not hard enough because each time that he said, it was like every week, the same time every week, I would have a breakdown and he would have to pick me up and tell me the same thing over again. I was like, I know God loves me. I know I'm a daughter. And then, you know, the next week, the same exact day, he'd be picking me up again. I know I'm a daughter. I'm a daughter. Never sunk in. But a couple months ago, it really did. And, um, and I got it. I got it that I am a daughter of the king, of the most high king. And um, with all that being said, I kind of took my testimony into, you know, the teaching. But the scriptures that I'm going to be speaking out of tonight is um, Jeremiah 29, 11, And we'll come back to these. Um, Galatians 4, 6 through 7. And Colossians 2, 13 and 14. The first thing that I want to, um, to talk about tonight is that our, our identity is not found in the things of the world, but through God. And so many times we try to find our identity in the things of this world, like we try to find our identity in, in where we work, or we try to find our identity in our gifts that God has given us, like I did. I was like, you know, well, I know who I am because I'm, I sing, I you know, I do praise and worship. That's my identity. That's not where my identity comes from. It doesn't come from being a good parent. It doesn't come from being a good husband. It doesn't come from being a good wife. It only comes through God. Um, the things in my life that I, I have dealt with, like the insecurities and the anger and the depression, they never went away until I realized that I was a child, that I was a daughter. It's so awesome that Sunday that the youth had their deal and they talked about um, being sons and daughters and not being orphans anymore. And that is so true. That's why we, 
go through our whole lives like I did. That's why I went through my whole life, or my teenage life until now, not having that consistency with God because I, I looked at myself as an orphan. I looked at myself like, you're worthless, you know? And that's just the truth. I'm just being honest. I felt like that. I felt like I was worthless. I felt like... I mean, I had everything going for me. I had an awesome husband, an awesome family that I was that I married into, and I mean, everything. I had a good job. I had. I mean, we never wanted for anything. I never needed anything, but I just had that void in my heart. And um, Galatians four six and seven says that because you are sons, God has sent the only. Spirit I'm sorry. God has sent the Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So we're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. We're entitled to everything that God has for us because we're sons and we're daughters and we're chosen. I thought about that um, when it talks about us being an heir. I thought, what if I, okay, what if my dad was the king like the king of England, okay? And I was, I'm his daughter, so I would be the princess. Well, my dad, the king, owns everything in the castle, thank you, owns everything in that, in the whole town, in the whole region, everything is his. So that means everything that is my dad's, it's mine. If I want to go and get a huge honking diamond ring, then I'm going to get it because it's mine. So I just kind of like put that into perspective because um, that's how God is with us. God, everything that God has for us is ours. Everything that God has is ours because we're heirs, we're sons, we're daughters, we're chosen. The second thing I want to talk about is that God has a plan for you and he had a plan for you before you were even born. God had a plan for me before I was even born. He knew the struggles that I was going to face. He knew the the gifts, the talents that he was already going to give me. Um, He knew everything about me. He knew everything about you before you were even born, before you you were even created or even thought of. Um, I get so excited when I think about that because God knew that at this time in my life, that I was going to be where I am because of my past. And, um, and he knew that he created me just to be the person that I am today. And even though the times that I was like, that I felt so, so unworthy of his love and and I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I couldn't, I couldn't stand to look at myself in the mirror. I couldn't stand to even see myself in pictures. That's so dumb. I couldn't even see myself in pictures or hear myself on a video. But, but, but God knew that before he even created me. He knew that I was going to have that struggle. But he already prepared a way for me so I could overcome that. Um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, For I know the plans I have for you. Plans for welfare and not calamity to give you a future and a hope. We can have hope knowing that God created us for a purpose. We weren't created by accident. And we definitely were not put on this earth just to take up space. 
Each and every one of us were destined and designed for greatness and to carry his presence to the darkest places. I said I wouldn't cry, but I think it's the spirit up here, okay? <laughs> it's, it's God, I promise. Um, and the third thing I want to point out is that we're loved unconditionally by God. God loved us so much, and we all know this, that God loves us so much that he gave his son. I don't know about you, but I would never let someone take my daughters and sacrifice them for anybody. And just the love of God that would do that, take his only son and give him as a sacrifice for us. That's just so amazing. God is so much in love with us. And I don't know where I'm going with this. But I know that God is, keeps on just pointing out his love and how much he loves us and how much he pours his love out on us. And um, Michael um, just really put something into perspective for me when I was going through all of this trying to figure out, you know, who I was and, and just really getting it drilled into me that I'm a daughter. I'm a daughter. God is my father. And he said, he said, Jess, your father, your dad here on earth, all the times that, that you have disobeyed him and ever talked back to him and done stuff that you weren't supposed to, and when he got onto you, did he ever tell you that he didn't love you or that he was ashamed of you because you did this? And my dad would never say that. I know my dad loves me more than anything. And he said... If your dad loves you so much, think about the love of God. It's the love of your father is like filthy rags compared to the love of God for us. And that's awesome. I'm so glad that God loves us because if he didn't love us, it would be a really bad place. Really bad. I would be in a really bad place right now if God didn't love me. I think all of us would. Um... And I also think that God is just drilling this into us because the time and the age that we're in right now, that we're in war and, and just having to live in this just sinful world where people just bring us down and just God reminding us that through all of this, through all of the struggles of life, through all of the war, that he still has his love for us and his love is just poured out on us day after day no matter what we've done no matter the past that we've that we've lived in no matter what has ever happened to us god's love has never changed and it will never change romans 8:38 and 39 says that neither not life nor death nor angels or principalities, no things present or no things to come, no powers, no height, no depth, no created thing will ever be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the end of my teaching, and I told you guys it was going to be short. But those were the things, the three things that God has really been just dealing with me about and and through all of that if we know that we're loved by God if we know that he has a plan for us 
and we know that he's our father, we know that he loves us more than anything, that's where our identity comes in. That's when we know that I'm Jessica Gowd, and I was created to be Jessica Gowd. And I'm beautiful. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I was made in the image of Christ. And nothing can ever separate me from that. And that's so awesome. I just want you guys to take whatever out of this message that you need to. I know that it was, I know that it was definitely for me because um, this is just something that has really been burning in me. But if it's for anybody, if it's only for one person tonight, don't let it come in and slip away. Don't just turn a deaf ear to it. And don't just sit there and just let it go in one ear and out the other. But really grab onto it. Because when I was 16, when I was a teenager, if I would have, if I would have known this when I was a teenager, I wouldn't have went 10, 15 years with all of the anger and all of the insecurities built up inside of me. Because it's tough being a person living in this world anyways, but having to go through all of that and, and living with all of that pain when you don't even have to. You don't have to at all because you can just give it all to God because it's not your pain to bear. Your past isn't your pain to bear. You just give it to God and let him do whatever he wants with it. So I just thank you, God, for this word. I thank you for your anointing, God. I thank you for your presence here tonight, Jesus. God, I just pray that each and every person that has walked in here tonight, that they won't walk out of here the same, God, that they will catch something from this word and they will put it in their hearts and they'll take it with them, God. They will carry it. God, I just praise you and I thank you for tonight, Jesus. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your son, God. I thank you that no matter what we've ever done in our lives, nothing can separate us from your love, Jesus. Nothing can separate us from how much you love us, God. I just praise you, God, and I thank you, Jesus, in your wonderful name, God. Amen. That was awesome.